Hey, what's going on guys? It's DK. Back at you with another video here for an early look breakdown of the week 5 NFL main site on DraftKings. Uh, before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, my name is DK. I make daily videos breaking down NBA, NFL, PGA, and esports, daily fantasy sports slates. Uh, real quick, I do want to say thank you guys again for all support. Currently right now, 5.15 thousand subscribers. Uh, the easiest way to support me with all the content being free is just leave a like button on the video. Subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and hit that notification bell so you don't want to upload videos and you don't want to go live. I will be live streaming for the main site, for the main site probably at least an hour, maybe an hour and a half before a lot going over everything. So always it is important to check out the live streams. Um, also, if you guys cannot watch YouTube videos, I do upload an Apple podcast. The link is in the description below. It's the DKDFS show. But with that out of the way, let's jump into the video. So before we talk about players and the prices... Uh, for this week, let's take a look at the Vegas odds. And last week, I apologize for not being able to live stream. It was a travel day for me. It was super, super busy on Saturday. So I didn't really have enough time on Sunday. And honestly, I didn't play a lot. I only played like 50 bucks. Um, Kenny Drake sunk my lineup uh, once again. He's been super, super disappointing. Kind of done with him. Um, but yeah, let's take a look at uh, the the over-unders uh, and the spreads here for, for this week. So it doesn't look like we have all the games out yet, but uh, let's go over the games that we do have out. So Cardinals, Jets, the 47.5 over under. Cardinals are 7-point favorites. Here are the Bengals and the Ravens, the 51 over under. Uh, Ravens are 13.5-point favorites. Jags and Texans, the 54 over under. The Texans are 6-point favorites. Rams, Washington's the 45.5 over under. The Rams are 9-point favorites. Eagles, Steelers, 44.5 over under. Steelers are 7.5-point favorites. Colts, Browns, 48 over under. Colts are three-point favorites, and the Giants and the Cowboys are 54 over under. Cowboys are now nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Um, and that looks like, uh, are those the games for, for uh, sorry, for Sunday and Monday. So, as always, we'll start with the quarterback. We'll start at the top. Uh, Lamar, Mahomes, in play every single week. Uh, these guys have huge upside. Lamar is a guy that, you know, can get it done on the ground, right? 45, 54, 83, 53 yards on the ground. He, ha- he can hit the 100-yard bonus. Uh, he's basically running back on a quarterback. Uh, the matchup's solid here. Um, you know, the only concern with Lamar is, you know, can the Bengals score enough points to keep him, you know, really for the Ravens have to score a ton, uh, but have no issues wanting to go Lamar. I don't know if I would pull the trigger on him in cash. There are some cheap quarterbacks that I think look pretty solid this week. A couple plays in the mid-range as well. Mahomes against the Raiders, 7.7K. He's in play every single week, like I said. Uh, the upset is just absolutely enormous. You want to pair him with either Hill or Kelsey. No issue with that at all. So, yeah. Uh, Top two guys are always, always in play. Josh Allen has been amazing so far this year. Uh, 33, 37, 36, and 25 hands points the first four games. 7-5, um, though, we're not really getting him a discount. If you think he continues to, to play this well, you know, so be it. You can, you can pair him with Stephon Diggs, also been playing really well. But not really going to prioritize Josh Allen on the slate. Jack Prescott, 7.4K, going up against his Giants defense. 39, 47, 57, and 58 pass attempts the first four weeks. Now, sure, right? Kind of gotten lucky, I guess, with, with Dallas falling behind big in a couple of those games, so they really have had to air it out. But the upset is massive on him. I'm perfectly fine if you get to Dak. Can get it done a bit on the ground there as well. Got a great matchup. Uh, Kyler Murray at 7-2. Uh, the only concern here is, you know, can the Jets score enough points where the Cardinals have to, to really air it out? But he's been really, really uh, uh, consistent so far. 27, 33, 24, and 24 fantasy points. Again, 91, 67, 29, 78 yards on the ground. Um, I like that floor with his rushing ability. I've played him the last three weeks. Um, yeah, I do like Kyler Murray decent out there in the mid-range. Also really like Deshaun Watson, 6'9". He's been disappointing, uh, to say the least. They did fire Bill O'Brien. Uh, maybe that you know helps out Watson a bit. Uh, the matchup's great here against the Jags. 
Um, maybe this is the game he has the big upside in. He was a little bit let down in such a good match there against Minnesota, but I do like the price in him. I do like the price in Murray. I guess a little bit more in the mid-range there. Not really excited about Big Ben or, or Goff or Minshew. Matt Ryan, can now we're getting to the cheaper running, uh, quarterbacks at 6-1 going up against Carolina. I like the price in him, and we know Atlanta likes to air it out. Um, you know, if you want to pair him with either Julio or Calvin Ridley, always in play. So Matt Ryan as uh, a cheaper quarterback. I do like a decent amount here. Uh, not super sad about Tannehill or Burrow. Uh, Bridgewater is viable at 5'9". He's been, he's been decent, and it's actually interesting to see, like, only one, one, and two touchdowns, so I guess four touchdowns through the air of the first four games. Um, you know, I think that will go up. I don't think he's going to continue to average, like, a touchdown through the air. Like, he's been solid, you know, yards-wise, right? 269, 367, 235, 276. The matchup is really, really good here against Atlanta. So I do like both quarterbacks in this game. Bridgewater's a guy that, you know, occasionally can get done on the ground. We saw it 32 yards and a touchdown last game. So Bridgewater and Matt Ryan, I do like. I think this game does have potential to shoot out. Uh, definitely not going to Rivers. Uh, I'm going to pass on Baker, a tough matchup. I'm not going to get to Wentz or, or Fitzpatrick. Darnold is questionable. Keep an eye on that. Jimmy G, also questionable. Um, let's see. Daniel Jones at 5-4. I mean, we've seen... Team, what teams have done against this Dallas defense, right? I know he's been not good. I know that. But, man, it is tempting. It is. He's a guy that can get it done on the ground a little bit, too, right? 22, 21, 49, 45 yards on the ground. An amazing matchup. They should be playing from behind. I kind of like Jones as a cheap play here uh, for quarterback. Also, there's a couple other plays here. Uh, Derek Carr at 5'3", like a good amount. Another situation. He's actually been playing pretty well this year. Uh, and they should be playing from behind. I like targeting quarterbacks against the Chiefs just because... The Chiefs always score a ton of points, makes the opposing quarterback have to throw more. So I do like Derek Carr. I do like Daniel Jones as cheap plays. C.J. Beathard at 5-3, potential cheap option if uh, he starts uh, over Mullins, which I assume he will, if Jimmy G is out. Obviously, again, we have to keep an eye on Jimmy G and what uh, if he's going to be available. But that's really it for me. So, there, yeah, there's some cheap quarterbacks down here, right, with Jones, with Carr, potentially Beathard that you can look to. Some nice plays in the mid-range, right, with Bridgewater, with Ryan, uh, and then a little bit more expensive with Watson and Murray. Obviously, the guys at the top are always, always in play. So that's kind of my thoughts here with quarterback. Let's talk about running back now. Ezekiel Elliott going on with this Giants team. Love him at 7-8. The price didn't move. Um, you know, he's game flow independent. Doesn't matter if they're playing from ahead or behind. He's going to be utilized a ton. Uh, they fell behind there. He had eight catches, eight targets. Love him. This is a game that should be playing ahead. I, I think he does get more work on the ground. He only had 12 carries. Doesn't worry me a whole lot. Did get vultured there uh, for, for Tony Pollard. Uh, and then in week two, again, he got vultured three times by Dak Prescott. So I think touchdown variance is going to go in the favor of Zeke maybe this game. So love him at 7-8. I think he is probably the top cash game play for running back. There are a couple other plays I really, really like. But love Zeke in both formats. Derrick Henry, always viable. 7Ks is a workhorse back. The concern with him is just... No real involvement in the pass game, which does lower his floor a bit. But, um, yeah, if Tennessee's going to be playing from ahead, uh, they are going to work him a ton. 31, 25, and 26 carries the first three games is absolutely insane. Have no issue with Derrick Henry if that's the direction that you want to go. James Conner, after a dis... Well, I guess, you know, he got injured uh, in week one. Bounced back nicely with over 100 yards the last couple games. He's a good pass catching back to 6.9K. Is a fair price for Conner. I think I do prefer a couple other running backs at, at his price, but... I think he's a nice play here in the mid-range. Again, um, getting you guys uh, on the ground and through the air. Clyde Edwards-Flair is the guy I want to talk about going up against this Raiders team. Raiders have really, really struggled defensively. Love Clyde Edwards-Flair here at this price. The price should go up a little bit, but um, he is a guy that's getting majority of the work here for the Chiefs, and we know how dynamic this offense is. 
Really, really like Clyde Solaire. Again, he's kind of game plan independent as well, working on the ground and through the air. So definitely one of my favorite plays. Robinson at 6'7", uh, has actually been pretty solid. Um, you know, against Cincinnati, had 14 fancy points. Against Miami, at 30 fancy points. Um, he's been getting a majority of the work here for this Jags offense. It's a good matchup against Houston, but 6'7", kind of feels like a lot to pay for him. Sanders uh, has been the workhorse back here for Philly. Philly's offense has been struggling, though. It was a tough matchup there against San Francisco. Um, Pittsburgh matchup, not that much easier, though. So, uh, yeah, matchup not great there for Sanders. Nick Chubb on the IR, so Kareem Hunt, I think, does maybe get a little bit more work. Uh, the concern is they still will utilize, uh, it was what, Dernurst De- uh, Johnson, I think that's how you pronounce his name, or Dernurst. Uh, uh, yeah, he had 13 carries, um, so I think he probably steps into the number two role. Maybe Hilliard gets a little bit of work as well. So that's the concern, but um, Hunt, I think that the, the workload does go up. Uh, also, a bad thing is Colt Stevens has really, really been solid. But yeah, Hunt is definitely more viable now that Chubb is on the IR 6.5K. Melvin Gordon, 6'4". Yeah, Patriots have been pretty solid defensively. He is. I did have 23 carries last game, uh, but they were playing from ahead. Are they going to be playing from ahead in this one? Well, maybe, if there's no Cam Newton again. So, which I guess I think Cam Newton probably won't be ready for, for this game with, you know, being uh, had COVID a couple days ago. So, yeah, Gordon, again, okay, but not super, super excited. But uh, Mike Davis is another one of the running backs I'm really, really high on. Still no McCaffrey. Um, just been getting a ton of work through the air. Six, nine, eight targets the last three games. It's an amazing matchup here um, against this Atlanta defense. So really, really do like Mike Davis. He's looked really good too. So um, definitely one of my favorite plays available in both formats. Mixon against Baltimore, a little bit more risky. Had an amazing breakout uh, game finally there. 45 fancy points kind of out of nowhere, but it, it was a good matchup. This is a much tougher matchup against Baltimore. I think they are playing from behind too does, you know, it makes him a little bit risky. So I'm not saying he's out of play, but a, a riskier play there. Josh Jacobs at 6'3", I think is, is fine. Um, again, the positives are he has been giving you guys a bit more through the air. The price tag is fair. Uh, they should be playing from behind. So don't know if he gets a ton of work on the ground, but uh, Jacobs is at least in play here in the mid-range. Taylor, the worry is there's still guys a couple other backs now for the Colts. Hasn't been getting a ton of work. Saw the majority of the snaps are week two. Week three, week four, snaps are going down on him a bit. That's concerned there with Jonathan Taylor, so it makes him a little bit of a riskier option. Singletary, if Moss is out, would be um, a, a nice play for value, but it's only if Moss is out. So got to keep an eye on Moss's status. McKinnon, this is dependent on Mostert's status. If Mostert is out and uh, Coleman is, is still out, then uh, Jarek McKinnon does look like a nice play here in the mid-range. Got uh, basically the, the majority of the work that last game, and it's a good matchup here. So McKinnon, he's also a really good pass catching back. If uh, most are still out, I think would be a potential cheat play. Drake's is a guy I'm, I'm going to avoid now. Uh, I just the lack of involvement through the through the air really is surprised me. He was a guy that got a ton of work through the air last year. He's a really good passage back, and the Cardinals are just not utilizing him that way right now. Um, again, it's really surprising. But until I see him get more work through the air, I, I just cannot recommend him with confidence. They should be playing from ahead. Good matchup, but. I just don't think I can pull the trigger on Drake, which means he'll probably finally have his big game after I played the last couple of games. Um, let's see. I don't really want to take a shot on, on the Rams, Brandon Max. Right? Henderson got some ownership. Will surprise me a bit, but again, I can't really rip on people who played Henderson because I put Kenyon Drake. Um, I just don't want to take a shot at you know, him. They have Brown. I, I'm just not willing to do it. David Johnson, 5-2. It's a good match for against the Jags. We just saw what Joe Mixon did this uh, defense too, so... Yeah, he does intrigue me here. Um, I think he's at least in play here for, for value. 
uh, if you need a cheaper back. Le'Veon Bell potentially coming back this week. If he is, I think he also makes for, for an interesting value play. Uh, now, again, we have Sam Darnold's status up in the air. Could hurt the Jets' offense even more, even if not like they've been good. But, um, yeah, Le'Veon would be, you know, at least in play here. Don't really want to take a shot on the Patriots running backs. Um, Gaskin going up against San Francisco, probably going to pass. Devontae Freeman did get a majority of the work there for, for the Giants. It's a good matchup here. I had four catches and four targets. I'm actually okay with him. Don't think I can pull the trigger on him in cash, but if you need a cheap running back, he's someone that you can at least look to. And that's really it for running back. So let's talk about wide receiver now. A lot of different ways you can go uh, you know, for wide receiver, like Hopkins at the top, 7-9. You can pair him with Kyler. He's a target machine. Um, so no issue with him at any week. Ridley, Julio, I think both look good. I think the price tag in Julio looks a little better at 6-8 in this match against Carolina. Um, yeah, the upside is enormous. So really do like both Atlanta receivers here, even you new know, elevated price points. I just I like the upside a lot in this game. All three of the Dallas receivers are once again in play. Cooper's been amazing so far. CeeDee Lamb, Gallup also in play. 14, 9, 12, and 16 targets so far for Amari Cooper. Uh, the matchup is good here. The concern is can the Giants score enough points where the Cowboys have to air it out? But yeah, all three of the Dallas receivers are definitely in play here. Diggs, again, he's been amazing so far. If you want to pair him with Josh Allen uh, and think they continue this hot streak, I have absolutely no issue with that. Tyreek Hill, kind of the same thing, right? You can always pair him with Mahomes. The upside is massive, especially in this matchup, too. So um, I, I like Tyreek Hill. He's got that big play upside. In the mid-range here, uh, Cooper Cup's always viable. Concern is, again, can Washington score enough points where they have to air it out? But he's been really, really safe so far this season. Will Fuller, if you want to pair him with Deshaun Watson, I, I like that pairing, right? The, the upside is there. Will Fuller does have the big play upside as well. It's a great matchup. The concern with him is just always injury-prone. But, um, yeah, Will Fuller's been pretty solid so far this year besides the one donut there in Week 2. OBJ, the big week, big week last week, but now a tough match against the Colts. I'm probably not going to get to him. Let's see. Crowder, if Sam Darnold plays, I think is, is an okay value, or... That's play in the mid-range just because he loves utilizing the slot receivers, right? 13 and 10 targets. When he was out, we saw Barrios' production. So Crowder, at least playable. Not overly excited about it, though. Other options, like I'm always fine Gage. He's number three receiver and great match. If we can't get to Ridley or Julio Jones, I'm fine with him. And then we'll get to some cheaper options. So there are some, some cheap options in play here. Trey Higgins has been getting some a good amount of work here for, for Cincinnati. Six, nine, and seven targets. A game they should be playing behind. Again, tougher matchup, but I think he's at least playable. Then we get to some guys who have struggled this year. T.Y. Hilton at 4-9 has yet to have a breakout game. Maybe this is this is the game against Cleveland. Um, I like the price in him, um, and we know he has the big play upside. So, again, maybe this is a breakout game. Kind of same with A.J. Green has really struggled this year. The targets have kind of been there, though. 9, 13, 6, and 5 targets. Really, really cheap price point if you want to buy low. Him. T.Y. Hilton, um, they are uh, at super, super low price tags, both of them. Let's see. The Las Vegas receivers with, with Ruggs and, and Edwards, this is something to keep an eye on. If they're both out, then we have value. Again, we'll get to those guys in a sec, but there could be some, some nice value there at wide receiver. Deshaun Jackson, Aguilar, or, um, Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey, status up in the air. If they're both out, you could look to Greg Ward, who's been kind of the de facto number one receiver, so he could be potential value again assuming that both those guys are out above them. Golden Tate uh, at 4-6. I just like the matchup here against Dallas. Obviously, Dallas has not stopped anyone. 
Um, you know, five, six, and seven targets. Hasn't really had a huge game yet, but the price point in the matchup is very, very fair. So I think Golden Tate makes for an interesting value played there. Watkins has actually been pretty solid so far this year. Again, good matchup. You can't get to Hill when you want a cheap piece of this Chiefs offense. I'm perfectly fine with Sammy Watkins. Other options. So, yeah, then we get to the cheap, the really cheaper receivers. So let's talk about, uh, I guess, Las Vegas really quick. We have both the receivers. Uh, let's go to Las Vegas. Where are they at? Both Ruggs and Edwards set us up in the air. If they're both out, you can look at Nelson Aguilar at 3-6, who um, you know, got a majority of the work there at last game. Renfro out of the slot is always viable, right at five catches, eight targets. Also, Zay Jones at, at the flat min price, four catches, six targets. So um, could be some potential here for, for these Raiders receivers if you want to go Derek Carr to pair him with, with maybe a cheap receiver, and then you can basically plug in whoever you want in your lineup. I don't think that's a bad idea at all. Um, but I think that's really it for, for the cheap receivers and kind of who I'm looking to. Yeah, so let's talk about tight end here, and then I can get out of here. So tight end at the top, there's a lot of good plays. We just saw what Kittle did last week. Absolutely insane. 15 catches, 15 targets, 183 yards. The upside is massive on him, especially in a good match against Miami. Kelsey, great match against the Raiders. Um, yeah, the, the top guys look really, really good. Mark Andrews as well, and Darren Waller on the opposite side. I like all four of the top tight ends a lot here. Um, not really any standout cheap tight end at the moment right now. So I am personally, normally I like spending down on tight end if I'm playing cash games. Right now, I actually am kind of leaning towards spending up. This is, I really, really love the upside and the top four guys. Again, not a contrarian take at all, but love the top four guys. Um, let's see. Ertz, you know, against Pittsburgh with, with no Goddard is fine, but I do like the upside a little bit more on the guys above him. I'm not going to get to Higby at 5'6". Font status is up in there. We'll, we'll see on that. Jaseki, tough matchup. I'll pass. Junu Smith at 4-9 has been good, but Buffalo's defense is pretty solid. Schultz is a cheaper play. I like it 4-8. Uh, the targets have been there. 10-6 and 8 targets and a great matchup. So I do like Dalton Schultz more in the mid-range. I like Hayden Hurst as well. Uh, talked about you know wanting to target players against this Carolina defense. I like Hurst. I also like Evan Ingram a good amount at 4-6. The reason being, the targets for him, right? 2-7-8-5 and 10 targets. Again, this Dallas defense does not stop anyone. I like him. I like Tate's cheap options if you want to pair him with Daniel Jones. Um, I, I have no issue with that. Um, so do there are some cheap tight ends, again, with Ingram, with Schultz, with Hurst that I, I, I like. But below that, again, there's no standout, like, really, really cheap tight end. Like, if you want to go Ebron, I think he's, he's playable. Logan Thomas is a letdown, but the targets have been there on him. It's kind of it. Like, again, not super, super excited about, like, any of these cheap tight ends. Herndon's been a disappointment this year. Jake Butt, I guess, potentially if Noah Font's out. Uh, but yeah, for me, tight end, it's maybe one of those top four guys or spend a little bit with, you know, with Schultz, Hurst, or Ingram. At least initially, that's kind of what I'm thinking for week five. Defenses, we'll talk about more, I guess, in the final look as well as a live stream Sunday morning. So I think that's going to wrap it up for the video today, guys. If you have enjoyed the content so far, I'd really appreciate it. If you leave a like button on the video, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already, hit that notification bell so you know when to upload videos, you know when to go live. Um, if you guys are interested in NBA content, I did upload my showdown video for Game 4 of the NBA Finals. Um, but yeah, thanks again, guys. I hope you guys all have a good day, and I will see you all later.